Yeah, we made it. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I don't know. I guess the cliche thing is to celebrate episode 100. And I guess I should be proud for making 100 episodes. And I guess I kind of am. Yeah. I'm more proud of you guys for listening for so long. Episode 100 will be a special episode. Uh, sorry, I'm, whew, I'm out of my breath. I just ran straight to the mic. Like, literally ran. And I don't know why. Um, so, episode 100, we have Sean Edwards. You guys, I put on that primordial soup, primordial stew, primordial brew event at the Rhino. The live podcast, I had uh, Aaron Scarborough and Brandon Patrick open up as stand-up comics. Then I did the podcast with Sean Edwards, coolest dude you guys would ever meet. And then uh, Shevin and then Mokes featuring Lou Rip and Lucid Flows performed music afterwards. It was a great event. And um, yeah, a lot of you guys uh, missed out on on a really cool time however you get to enjoy it now here it is episode 100 sean edwards uh primordial brew welcome to the inner talk podcast we'll know topic is off limits now here's your host mind daddy and roy the soul thank you for coming to the inner Making a comedy movie? Yeah, it's really hard. And they don't last that long either, because if they're great, they do. Yeah, true enough. They're great. If they're great, give me a couple of top. What are the top comedies? You're asking me what's you're the oh so yeah you're right. I just jumped into this thing like gotta set it up. You're right. I I'm. That's why there's only 12 people here is because I'm not professional. But the ones that came out here love me, and I love them, no, and I great, thank you man. guys. Um, <laughs> how would people, how do you think people should say, I'm having a podcast, and I'm having Sean Edwards. Who's Sean Edwards? What do you think people would say? Is this an official podcast, or just like I'm just chilling on your podcast? You're on my podcast as a guest. I mean, if you're going official, I'm a film critic at Fox 4 News. There it is. Yeah, so I've, I've been working at Fox 4 News since 2000. I also co-founded the African American Film Critics Association, and I started a celebration of black cinema. 100 in, years? In Los Angeles. Yeah, we did, the, we did the event on December 2nd out in L.A., so I produced a celebration of black cinema event, and I'm on the board of the Critics' Choice Association, so I actually do, like, corporate Dude. work, too. Dude. And my current job... And my current job, which is why I want to hear all the hip-hop tonight, is I am officially now a producer at Hidden Empire Film Group in Los Angeles. Our latest movie that we just released was Black and Blue, starring Naomi Harris. Oh, I almost almost watched that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we did uh, The Intruder last May with Dennis Quaid, Michael Ely, and Megan Good. And in in 2020, we have a movie with two-time Academy Award winner Hilary Swank and Michael Ely called Fatal. Damn. Yeah, so... So, but we're about to Bro. we're about to shoot a dope ass movie, and we need music for. It. And also, we do independent stuff. So, how many people out there saw Meet the Blacks? Yes, yeah, we yes. did Meet the Blacks. So, Meet the Blacks Two is coming this yes, year. Yes, it is. I we saw just, that. We just yeah. we just finished we just finished post on Meet the Blacks Two. 
and we're looking for music from Meet the Blacks too. So that's why I got. They're here. They're here. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yeah. How much of a say do you have on that? How much what? How much of a say do you I have? Hundred percent say. I got Dion Taylor's like. Phone. Like I you can, can be like, yo. If I, I hear no, I have so much say that if if I hear something dope tonight, I will call Dion Taylor, who runs the company, is like, listen to this and just hold the phone up and be like, oh shit, if he likes it. It's like it's that like, for real. Like no, it's like that for real. No, it's like that for real. Like I'm not. Man, I mean that is. I'm only in Kansas City like two days a week. I came here just for you. Damn. Like literally. Bro. Yeah. I talked to your, your girl. No, your yeah. girl, your girl Cindy said, your girl Cindy said you was reaching out. It's like it's cool. I think I don't have to run out to LA. I can catch, you know, I can catch Deltas every day. Delta Damn, works bro. Every day. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, so, man. No, like that good, man. that touches my heart in a way you probably wouldn't understand. Plus, I, mean, I need that's, to be that's... in Kansas City just to be LA's a different animal. I love K because KC you can just chill. LA's a different animal, man. It's like if you get caught out there, man, LA is what a you mean by caught out there? dollar like... parking oh, okay. ticket if you F up. KC is just like twenty bucks. You know, a cocktail, what well, this thing, the cocktails are free. But like if I had to pay for it, I'm like you can cocktails twelve ten, bucks? Maybe even LA. That's twenty, you know, a night out in LA is like two, three hundred dollars just for a couple of drinks. So Damn, you gotta no be you gotta be a baller on TV anyway, if you're going out to LA. No, please. Let's get back on track though. Cause I cause here's what we should do. Fun though. I don't know how your podcast works. It goes however you want. This is your well, podcast. I wanna, tonight, I, wanna, my I wanna get to the point where people in the audience ask some questions, whether it's about like Okay. Film criticism, how I got started. Well, that's what I'm here for. I mean, well, go do it, do it. I'm the dude that they not worry about. It. They cannot well, ask the questions that right, I come you, up right, with. Are you okay, kidding me? Okay, start, start. Let's do it. Do I've it. been trying. All right, go for it. I'm trying. I, I, I mean, get, I, I wanted to bring I get paid a freak to talk, first. Man. You got to go. I, I mean, start, talk. it started talking about Michigan, and you guys booing Michigan. But let me tell you, they helped. They helped Freak Nick out, man. The Fab Five came down there. Detroit, Detroit did. Detroit did help Freak Nick. They came well, Fab Five did too, from, they did. from Michigan. They did. I mean, Chris Weber before the time. They all did. That's yeah. inside baseball, you guys. So don't they, know. Well, they were, they were, they were, they were chasing after the Spelman girls. Yeah. Because you know Morehouse is all guys, right? And then Spelman's right across the street. It's all girls. It must have been a hell of a time back then. It's fun. It's fun. So. Okay, you love movies, huh? Do you love movies? Oh man, I've been, I've been, I've loved movies since I was like two. Cause my mom took us to the movies every weekend. Like, like we—I don't think we ever missed a weekend. We're I get. I'm really fascinated how, how you how you did get to where you're at. Like, uh, we know you, cause we're all Kansas City people here. And, I mean, so I don't know if this is. You gotta tell me if this is wrong or not. But I would say I got Sean Edwards, the movie critic from Fox Four, is what. I usually would say, but some people would be like, you know, it's the black dude on Fox Four. That works. The black, the black, he's white. the black movie cricket that's critic. True. No, that's it. But actually, you make a good point because, like, when I was a kid growing up, I, I, there were there were no like black film critics like on TV. Right. There was Cisco. There was Cisco and Ebert was basically and it. Gene Shalit on the Today Show. Okay, that's right. Yeah, with the dude with the big mustache. So, but no, I got started because like my mom took us to the movies like. Because I spent a lot of time in New Jersey, because my mom's from Princeton, New Jersey. So we spent a lot of time, like, we moved here after my parents got divorced. So I spent half my time in Kansas City, half my time in Princeton, New Jersey. And so when I spent summers in Princeton, like, Princeton's a real small town. You got the university, a neighborhood, that's it. And they had a movie theater that had, like, two screens. Okay. So it was within walking distance from my, from the house, from my grandparents' house. So we just walked two blocks, go to the movies. So... I mean, I saw everything in the stuff that stayed. I watched over and over again. And then my mom was a school teacher. 
So I remember one day I just asked my mom, I was like, man, I, I love movies. Like, how do people, like, how do they make this? How does it get done? And anybody who's ever had a teacher for a parent knows they're never going to just tell you or give you the answer. So she proceeded oh, to put me in the car. She threw me in the car. We drove to the library. And then I checked out. And this is back in the old days. Library. Microfiche. No, yeah, no computers Dewey back Decimal. in the day. Dewey Decimal system. But I, I checked out every book on how to make a film. And then I saved up money and I bought a Super 8 camera and then just started shooting movies. Which paid off when I got to high school because... Wow. Uh, there that's was a this, different mindset. Like, that's a different brain. Nah, like, a chi- like a child is just thinking about, I'm going to make movies and do all of this I'm stuff. i make movies, man. So I was going to... We had moved back to Kent. So we spent the, you know, we went to school here in summers in New Jersey. So I was going to uh, Lincoln College Prep Middle School. And so um, there was this room behind the stage that nobody ever used. And me and some buddies turned it into like a film studio. So we built all these like elaborate sets. Jeez. And we started shooting like these claymation movies. And then unbeknownst to me, when I, when I became a freshman in high school at Lincoln College Prep, I found out that the NAACP had this academic competition called AXO. I forgot what the acronym stands for, but it was 22 different categories. The very last category was filmmaking. And so I just started submitting my films. So it was like the freaking academic Olympics. So you compete in Kansas City. If you come in first, second, or third, then you compete statewide. If you come in first, second, or third, right. then you compete nationally. So like I kept winning because like, damn really yeah yeah no but the films were the films we the films like me and my buddies were doing this shit this, this is how you do dope. it I mean you want to make it big this is I mean it starts no no, no the films were dope though because we was doing like claymation type shit I mean it was like on an epic scale so we kept winning but so you're then, like a freshman you're a child that's yeah, doing yeah, so this that's yeah, started, crazy started, impressive yeah but we actually started in middle school but so by the time I was a freshman I was pretty you know because this is old school like now people take it for granted because. Like any Tom, Dick, and Harry can shoot stuff on an iPhone, but we actually had to like get a camera, go to the ca- like I went to Brookside because they had Crick's camera shop in Brookside. So drive to Brookside and you buy like each cartridge of film, only you could only shoot like three minutes at a time. So you basically, Whoa. but see, you gotta remember you had to be skilled, you had to be skilled as fuck because you put the cartridge in this in the projector and you shoot. But you don't know what the shit's going to look like until like three or four weeks later. So then you take the cartridge. Oh you got to go back to Crick's. And then you have to send ridiculous. it off to Chicago to get it developed. Then you get your reels back. And then you look at it through an editing machine. And you cut it by hand. And That's how they made movies back in the day, though. You, you was doing that back it, in, when you were a kid. Yeah. And you cut it. You, you Each scene, you cut it with a knife. Like a little exacto blade. Right. And you piece your scenes together and turn it in one big. But by the time I was like a junior in high school, we graduated to videotape. That's How? when video first came out, yeah. the three-quarter inch, super thick. Then we started shooting stuff on video, which is a lot better because then you could waste. It wasn't as much pressure because you could you could mess up and reshoot, mess up, reshoot. So when I was in high school, I, sh- I made four different movies, and I won nationals twice, came in second. And then my senior year, Dude. the movie was so good, the judges thought an adult helped me, and I got disqualified. <laughs> 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 It's cool, though. It is cool. Look where you're at now. No, it's not that. But I did win scholarship money. So then I went to Morehouse. I studied film in Morehouse, but I minored in journalism, which was a smart move because my first move my first move was journalism. So my very first job was at the pitch in Kansas City. Nice. So I started off as a staff writer at the pitch. Then I became an editor. And then that's when life got good because while I was at the pitch, I was writing music and movie reviews. 
But that's when I started writing for the Source, Double XL, and Vibe magazine back in the day when people actually fucking read magazines. Right. So I used to hand out mics, which like handing out like people don't understand when I worked at the Source, handing out mics because it's like a scale of one through five. Like if an album got like in the history of the Source magazine, like only like three albums ever got five mics. Outcast, Equimini, Jay Z, and Nas Illmatic. Yeah. Like. But handing out mics was like, and when you worked at the source was my first introduction to like, depending on who you work for, people actually give a fuck. So like they would give me an assignment and be like, yo, we need you to like talk to Jay-Z about blah, blah, blah. So I would actually have Jay-Z's cell phone number, but he would call back because you'd be like, yo, this is Sean Edwards with the this source. This big pimping time, big yeah, yeah, pimp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I worked for the source from 98. Like 98, 99, 2000, 2001. Oh my gosh, the golden era. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because How many of you guys want to be in the golden era of rap back then in any kind of rap? And he's yeah, yeah, yang. But no, Damn. it was cool because like you, but the, the source was like incredible. That's back when like you had the source awards. And like the source. And the source was, was the source. But working at the source was like a gang because they would, they would, like you had to get initiated and they would give you a source chain back when. Remember those source chains? What chain? was your initiation? Nothing, just be cool as okay. fuck. Just like, be cool as fuck. You're cool school. as fuck, bro. No, I mean, clearly. Cool fuck, but no, you just, no, you just write. If your stories were like, right, I but got because, you. But because the source is based in New York, people in New York don't know anything about geography. <laughs> because they thought they, they just like, oh my god, we got this this dude. He's killing it with the writing. He lives in Kansas City. They, everybody in New York thinks Kansas City's in the deep south. So initially, I covered every deep south artist, like. I covered oh, the that's, rise that's, of Master. That's my stuff right there. But I know, but I covered the rise of Master P, the rise yes. of Cash Money, Outcast, the whole Project Pat, uh, Juicy J, and and Memphis. Jeez. So they would just sing. They'll fly you to those guys. You hang out with them for a week. You know, you hang out on the tour bus. You're like, like I hung out. I hung out with Lil Wayne for ten straight days before he was famous. How many mushrooms did you have to do with him? He didn't. This is back. <laughs> this is back when he was still. All he did was smoke weed and eat. They would order all these pizzas from Pizza Hut, just cheese or jalapenos. Like, that's all they ate. Really? For, for, <laughs> for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all they ate was cheese and jalapeno pizzas. <laughs> like, and he, his, taste of, his taste of women was still, he was still thought he was a scrub. Because he was fucking girls like if he could was a regular dude. Because they, they weren't cute. Not yet. He hadn't, graduated to, he hadn't graduated to A-list groupie status yet. Like, it's just like... That takes your mind. Does it take your mind to get... To that point, like if you think you are a scrub for so long, like it's just it was just fun. You just you just you just hang out and talk. But yeah, so I, I worked for the source like while I was working at the pitch, and then I started writing movie reviews. And then um, I did that for like two years at the pitch. And one day I was just sitting at the pitch, just minding my own business, and I got a freaking phone call. Like this is how life works. Life is so weird. So I got a freaking phone call, and. People used to always tell me quit going out, hanging out, because I used to be a clubhead. Like that's back when Kansas City. Like people don't realize Kansas City used to have the best hip hop club scene. Like late '80s, early '90s. I don't know if anybody's familiar with um, with the Pacel that they changed to MLK that went back to the Pacel. Yep. But if you go just slightly west of Pacel, like you have Virginia and all these other streets with those big houses. Well, back like in '88, '89, '90, a lot of those houses had huge basements that they turned into clubs. Wow. And what people don't realize is, back then, they played no rap music on the radio. Like, Hot 103 Jams played no fucking rap. So the, o- the only way you could hear rap back then was to go to these, these clubs, like these house these houses that were turned into clubs. And then on 39th and Main, 
I think it's like a, a bicycle shop now. Yeah. There used to be this club called the Food Killer that stayed open at like 6, 6 a.m. So from like 10 until 1, they played rap. From 1 until 6, they played house music. And they just stayed open all night long. So we would go there. There was another Damn. club called Eyes. There were all these like little dope spots where where you could just like, can't see had this amazing, like amazing hip hop culture. And that's where I met a young guy. Like it was like 91. I met a dude that was in this group called Nuthouse who eventually became Tech Nine. And so Damn. he was a baby back then. Yeah. Jeez. So when I was at the pitch, I was producing hip hop shows. So I produced his first ever show in Kansas City back in 91. Wow. Yeah. So I was deep in, like, I was deep in the whole, because I was working, because everybody would listen to me, because I was, I worked at the pitch where I wrote about music. I worked at the source where I wrote about music. So everybody was like, oh shit, oh shit. Because, like, I did the intro on his third album. So it's like, yeah, it's like, because we were like, dude, you are an OG. Like a KCOG. I I know you, a lot of, but you know how many people say that they're OG, but not like, this is interesting. No, I knew Tech when Sean Raspberry was still producing his tracks. Damn. Icy Rock, baby. Yeah, back in the day. Yeah. And his house, and he could, because he he lived in this, because Icy Rock wasn't a gangster because he lived in the Citadel. And the Citadel was like, Dude, this the, is... Citadel, the Citadel was like the black suburbs in the middle of the city, right off of 63rd Street. You know, it was Renee all new houses. What, so Shevin? You know Renee Harvey? Nah, uh-uh, who's that? Okay, I know of, I don't know her, but I know that, yeah, all right. Yeah, this was like, this is way, way, this is way, way, this is pre-Travis days. Like, this is pre- Dude, this is insane. Man, you got a life, man. Yeah, but back like, to the like, original story, the reason I started working at Fox is because I used to hang out at this club called Cashmere. My boy Rome used to throw these parties. It was called Fat Tuesday. Every Tuesday is like every single, because you got to remember, life before smartphones was so much better than life after smartphones. Because everybody, because you could do shit, you could, you could do what? Because back when you my, lived, well, yeah. Because back when my boy Rome was doing, because back when my boy Rome was doing cashmere, every single KC Chief, every KC Royal, every like that's when Anthony Peeler was playing for the Lakers. They were all up in cashmere. Like Anthony Peeler, when basketball season wasn't popping, Anthony Peeler would be up in cashmere. Like he would always order at least ten bottles. He would tip the waitresses five hundred dollars. So. I met a young lady in Cashmere's, and she was like, oh, I work at Fox. I was like, cool. So we became friends. And so then one day, I'm sitting at the pitch, and she called me. And she's like, the dude that does movies just retired, and we're looking for somebody to replace him. And I was like, I thought she was calling me because they wanted me to write some stuff, and somebody else would read it. Okay. So I go, I pull up to Fox, 3030 Summit. I'm in front of the station manager, the news director. They're like, yeah, we're looking for a replacement. And I'm like, yeah, I can do that because I'm already covering movies. But they were like, no, we need somebody to be on air. And I'm like, dude, I'm behind the scenes. I'm like, I had never been in front of a camera. Oh, you weren't? Were you even trying to get in front? Like, no, hell no. You were, no, weren't I even was, thinking like that, dude. I was having a life, man. My byline was good enough, man. I was like, story by Sean Edwards was cool enough for me. I was living. It was no pressure. I'm living a life. I'm anonymous. I could, you know, walk the streets, do whatever. You like that? Cool. You liked yeah, being yeah, more yeah. anonymous than? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's. it's I like being anonymous. I like pre-smartphone days because you could go out and party. You and not worry s- about a picture oh getting taken God. of you. You could be silly. You could jump on a speaker and take off all your clothes, pee on somebody, and call it a night. Personal experience, allegedly. 
I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, don't worry. I'll edit that out of the podcast. No, it's, I mean, this, knows. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't edit shit. You guys no, already know. That's what I mean. No, shit went down, man. Stuff went down, but nowadays people don't. Even, it's the same thing out in Hollywood now. Like when I first started going back and forth to LA to interview people, like you, you interview George Clooney and he'd be like, "Yo, let's go get a beer." You'd be down in a bar. Like I remember one time I was hanging out with Mel Gibson. It, this was like right after he had got his DUI, and he's like, "I'm not supposed to drink, so you get the drink and you slide it to me." And he's literally sitting in the hotel bar, and he's like, "That girl looks cute. Tell her to come over here." So I was his fetch boy. But it's cool though. He picked up the tab. That is cool. I ain't spending no fifteen hundred dollars on drinks in one night. Man, what a life! So the young lady I met in the club called me. I had never been on TV, so they wanted me to start right away. And thank goodness it was in the old days when they didn't archive stuff very well, because nobody will ever see those whole first year tapes. Were they pretty bad? Oh, terrible trash. 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 I don't believe it. My very first review was the Nutty Professor with Eddie Murphy. Legend. Absolutely legend. That shit was terrible. Probably. Wait, actually, no. Here's a true story. It was no popcorn bags. Funny enough, the first two years I was on air, we didn't have popcorn bags. You know why we came up with that? I don't. I'm I'm trying to think. Why did you come up with that? Because I would go on air and do a review and just talk about the movie. Okay. But so, and this is back, this is still pre-smartphone. So right. people still picked up the phone to call the station <laughs> to complain. So people would be like, we don't know if he liked the movie or not. Like people were so confused. They were like, we don't know if he liked it or not. So okay. we came up with a rating system. So I was on the air for two years before we came up with the popcorn bag graphic. And we only do holes true. because there was no way to design a half graphic. <laughs> so on, no, that's true. Like, so it's only one, two, three, four, right. five. Because we were debating, like, how do we do like one and a half or two and a half? And the graphic person couldn't figure out how to do a half, so we just did holes, and it stuck. And now look at you. Were yeah, talking- no, it stuck. I mean, it's a like it's like um I don't know what do you call it like a staple or a tradition or like sure. if I, like if, if like if I died right now, somebody took my place, they'll still keep rolling with the whole popcorn bag thing because it's branded. But we didn't have we didn't have we didn't have it at first. Do you get part of that branding? You get any like no, I mean, credit or anything? Or that's no. But Fox Four has opened up a whole life. Like no, I don't need. I mean, Fox. Get this man another drink. What do you drink? I don't know. Whatever, it's cool. Get this guy a drink, somebody, please. I actually prefer Red Bull and tequila for lime. Red Bull and I, tequila. That's the drink my friend invented for me. Red, yeah. Ah, oh, whatever. It's not that big a deal. Just keep it rolling. So, Give him something. So, but no. So Fox Four has opened up a Fox. Every opportunity I've had in the film industry is because of Fox Four. Like. I would have never been. You're living your dream, man. Yeah, like, it's like it's, it's got. Like, it's it, are you? Uh, I should say, are you living your dream? I mean, you said no, you were no, doing these movies and, and stuff as a young kid, well, and I then wanted, now well, you're I like. I wanted to be a. I wanted to be a. See, I, this is how life is weird. I wanted to be a like. I wanted to be a filmmaker. Like, I wanted to be Spike Lee in the worst way. Okay. Like, I wanted to be on set yelling like action, cut, boom, bap. Because I got ideas for days, but uh-huh. it didn't happen like that. So because I minored in journalism. I was able to fall back on that, and that opened the gateway. But now I actually work for a film production company. Like, I actually have a script on my phone I got to read tonight. So I'm, like, inching my way. A script on your phone you got to read tonight. Yeah, I got a script on my phone I got to read tonight. Are you really going to read it on your phone? Yeah, it's easy. You turn it sideways, and it's big. I'm not blind. I know, but it just seems like... 
I, I, I don't, I'm not, I, I like, I like textile, but tactile I can, I can, type. I can, like, I, I want to open I can, a book and. I could be in the bed. It's easy. It's car. I could be on the plane. It's easy. It's just, and you scroll. And I, and I write my notes and. It's simple. My eyesight's still good. It has nothing to do with your eyesight. As are, he wears glasses, the, the glasses are have fashion, have just in case. They're not even. They're not. They're, no, they're they just are, glass. No, stig- they're not I even prescription. Stig- no, I have stigmatism. I do have stigmatism. Uh-huh. But it, I can. But if I take, you got a little hipster in you, don't you, Sean? Can black people be hipsters? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. Right. I didn't know. I don't it's know. okay. I didn't know. No, you spent a lot of time in L.A. Look at you. You ain't I dressing like a Kansas City fella. You dressing. Like no, a high just, fashion LA no, dude. No, just, Look at you. No, I, I mean, you're a damn good looking dude. Uh, you came walking through here. I was like, who is that no, dude? No, like, no, you, you look a lot different than you do on TV. And I don't mean just like because of the television oh, size. No, no, everybody, everybody's like, everybody you lost weight. That. <laughs> like, no, I don't think like, you lost weight. You just look different. Like, no, people say that though. They're like, you lost weight. I'm like, no, it makes you, it does, it does, it does add 10 bigger. pounds. Oh, HD about 15. Really? Yeah, man. HD does not do good on some of them women, does it? And you better wash your face every night. With women, especially. I mean, it just... Don't. I'm not. This Me Too era, dude. I'm not going there. We getting you canceled. There's something about... I try to get people canceled. I'm getting your ass canceled. And I'm I'm coming for your job, Sean. It's equally bad for both genders. I don't even know anything about (laughs) movies. I'm coming for your job. No, I'm not going for... It's Me Me Too era. It's equally bad for both genders. Me Too is kind of dying down, I think. No, it's not. Oh, yeah. Fly to L.A. No, it's not. What's that word? If if it's woke, you go broke. Well, that's a whole different... Woke is different from Me Too. Mm, I feel like they're in the same tree. Get back on, I don't want to go politics. Get back on. Movies. I don't want to go politics kind of either. Absolutely I, not. Yeah, keep the so question, did you vote for Trump? I heard you voted for Trump. I'm just kidding. No, we're not going for politics. I'm kidding. You're on Fox 4. You're on Fox. But we're not affiliated with the national channel. We're not even owned okay. by Fox. I don't know anything. About, I just. Yeah, we're not even owned by Fox. Okay. But it's, it's all good. It is all good. Yeah, we're not, we're not what, owned by But you have, so you have some weird rules like that you have to follow. Like, like what? You, you said you couldn't tell us exactly how old you are. Contractually, yeah. Right, right. That's kind of, like, what are other contractual things that you aren't allowed to say or do? You can't do? take money or gifts from movie studios. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's that and you can't tell how old you are. That's the two things? But it's it's, because it's a whole, perce- television's all about perception. Okay. I mean, it's fine, but most people already know. All you got to do is Google. It's not hard. Or ask somebody who I went to high school with. It's easy mathematics. No, I, I understand. I'm not trying to make a big thing. <laughs> what I'm more curious about is that there's actual... Oh, what is this, my friend? Oh, okay, we went old school. I love it. Reminds me of 1988. 1988. I've had it. 1988, man. Rum and Coke. I haven't had a soda in a while. Well, I'm con- contractually that's obligated that's to tell you. No one in L.A. drinks rum and Coke. What do they drink? What's the big no drink out LA there? No one in L.A. drinks soda. What do you mean soda? They'll do a rum and, and a, they'll do a rum and truly. <laughs> that's fire. Who said uh? Truly, you know Sparkling that's that. Uh, spike water. What do they call that? Uh, basic white bitch drink. I think is Stop. what they call that. Man, you're gonna get me too. I will get me too. I ain't, I'm my own boss. Man, me too. You still can get me too. But anyway, what's the next question? This is good. Whoever got this, thanks though. But anyway, what's the next question though? Let's get into. Come on, let's get into the guts. So. Of this. Uh, I'm saying you, are you living your, you see, you're not Isn't really you, living your dream because you wanted living, to make films. I, I, I wanted to but make you're movies, on, but it's dope, you're though. on TV. Yeah. Are you a celebrity in Kansas City? <laughs> no, I don't, man. I, 
I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean Kansas City is a small town. Okay. Like, if you go out out uh, somewhere tonight, are most people going to be like, dude, that's okay, not doing I, like, I, I can answer this like this. I have a 10-year-old, and if we run out of milk, I hate going to the grocery store just to get milk. Really? Yeah, because it's just... Because it's, those are the people that are watching the news and stuff. Yeah, Anyways, it's I mean, a certain demographic that's watching the news, especially Fox News. Older people... And when they're buying milk... you got to remember, older people watch the news, but hella people watch all of our stuff. Because we put all of our stuff online, on, on like YouTube and Twitter. So yeah, younger people are like, oh, that's a dude on Twitter and da 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 And older people are like, I saw you Sunday morning. Do you have to do a lot of promotion yourself? I mean, because we no, we got hooked up through Cindy, so like you it's have no. It's a no. The the newscast is a well oiled machine. There's a whole department. Do you like it? Do you like being on like local news? Like, is it? It's the. I mean, it's a. Well, number one, I like paying bills, but <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I like. But I, I like. Are I you like, like excited? To, like, I, I like get to go going to, work. to Price Chopper and buying food. So that's number one. Right, but um, are you? But are you like? I I'm a mailman by day. But, I, mean, I but, hate my job. I hate no, going I into no, work. No, okay. Are you I, like happy? Like, dude, I'm living my dream. I'm living my best life. I'm going in. I'm going to be on TV today. And <laughs> I'm, I'm talking life, about movies. Like, okay, this is what I get my to very, do. Very, my very, very best life is when I freelance for The Source because that was incredible. But this going back and forth to L.A. and working in the movie business is, is really cool. I mean, the Fox, like I said, Fox 4 has been the gateway. It's provided me a lot of opportunity. Right. But the best part of the job has been the travel because I've like, I've traveled like I've tra- I've literally traveled all over the world like doing interviews, going on sets, and the cool part okay. is getting to know people like Dang. like I used to like I used to look up to Eddie Murphy like oh my god like when he was on SNL back in the day dude Eddie Murphy movies. is a and god year, I, I mean to, he's I, the greatest I got he's to hang goat. out with him one on one like one on one six seven times just talking to him like a regular we just talking about bullshit you and Eddie Murphy yeah just talking about bullshit. And like I got a chance to hang out with Quincy Jones. We're just backstage, like, talk, like that's Eddie the best Murphy, part. man. You got to hang out with like the goat, like the the legend for no, sure. Eddie's the man. Like, what we, do you guys talk about? What are you guys doing? That, I, I produced that Celebration of Black Cinema event, and he was the Lifetime Achievement recipient. So we're just man, we just, man, we just talking about life and the, the hustle and family and just you know. You, uh, you get personal. Do you, can you get personal with him? Like when you develop. I mean, there's certain people I've, I've developed like a relationship with where you can talk about stuff like that. Like, like Eddie was cool, but I mean, there are other people I know better. Like I know Jamie Fox way, way better. Like because he comes through the Hidden Empire office all the time. He's good friends with Dion. Like we like we play basketball. Like he's mad cool. You know. You could call somebody dope right now, and they would answer. I'm not gonna ask you to, but like you could be like, I'm gonna call. I could, but I mean, that's kind of like... I'm not ass- asking you to. That's an asshole move. I'm not asking you to. I am an asshole. <laughs> but I am asking. Like, you actually... You got, like, those kinds of, like, cool celebrity people, dudes yeah, that, like... like a couple. But it's the, it's, the, it's the people you would expect, though, because we have something in common. Like, I'm, I'm cool with Jamie Foxx. I'm cool with, with Kevin Hart. Because, like, when I hang out with these guys, there's not a lot of, like, black film critics or black people on my level in the industry. So, I mean... Just the fact that I'm six two and black, I, I stand out. Like if you see God, me, I would give anything to be six two and black. <laughs> I really would. I really would. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you it's you, you stand. No, you stand at, at a certain point in time. At a certain point in time, you're gonna stand out. Like it's not yeah. like it's not like. And I've been doing it since 2000. So it's like 
I've seen people grow. Like I'm not. It's not like it's a, I'm a secret. Like if they got a movie coming out and uh, it's time to do interviews, they know I'm, I'm coming through the room to do interviews. And they're not the only ones. I'm like, I'm like really good friends with Kristen Stewart. Like she's mad cool. Like Jennifer Lawrence Kristen is my homie. Kristen Stewart. That's a uh, Twilight, Twilight girl. Chick. Yeah, Twilight. Okay. Like Jennifer Lawrence is mad cool. Like we were. They shot Hunger Games in Berlin. Jennifer so we, Lawrence. That was the girl that was on the Fappening. The who? The Fappening. You guys remember the Fappening.com? All her nudes were, all her nudes were out on the Fappening. No. Oh, that's some that's some dark web. I'm stuff. trying to get canceled. I'm you're trying not, to get you're me not, too, you're Sean. Mess, that's Jennifer's my girl, man. We were they shot Hunger Games in Berlin. We went with Berlin. She's mad cool because she drinks beer out the bottle. We were all bored. We're like, let's. Not just many people from LA. Not many nah. chicks from LA no, drink no. beer out the bottle. Not many chicks drink beer or drink anything at all. They live on air. Yeah. It's a whole nother world out there, right? They got they got to because every everywhere you skinny, they gotta be skinny. Yeah, they gotta be skinny and dime piece. It's a lot of it's a lot of privilege. Nah, she's mad cool. So no, you get to notice different people. So it's it's helped the career, but it's been fun though. But it's nothing better than being on air in your hometown and connecting with the people. That's that's always the biggest rush where you can go on air live, can't make any mistakes. You're in there like talking about movies and you know some movies you see are good. Some I mean we like in in a single year I'll watch three hundred. 400 movies so you see a lot of stuff and sometimes you see movies you just don't understand like i don't know how the hell sonic made 60 million dollars but <laughs> i was gonna my mom's gonna take my son to go see that is that a good choice he's six and a half will he like sonic? yes because okay. i actually went on air and said you will love this movie if you're under the age of five <laughs> all right so yeah he's gonna love he's it. right on that level okay. you're gonna hate it well, he's, I'm ear- not going. My mom's going to take him. I was going to say, if you go, take some earplugs and a blindfold, and you'll be like, right. <laughs> <laughs> movie was trash. Really? No, but it's fun connecting with the hometown people, man. I mean, Give me a just- couple trash movies right now. What's, what's some trash movies out there right now? Sonic. Uh-huh. Uh, Fantasy Island. Uh, that Tiffany Haddish movie. Oh, like a Boss. That's bummer. I, like, I, I root for Tiffany. Like a Boss is garbage. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish is not funny. Uh, she's she funny in real life. She, she's no, a good she's stand-up not. comic. St- stand-up? She stole money from Netflix. That special bar mitzvah, that was garbage. Man, I didn't see that one. I'm I sorry. I didn't laugh one time. So I am a... Tiffany Haddish is... I'm a podcaster. Yes. I'm a podcast junkie. I listen to a lot of podcasts people have uh, never heard of. I've listened to, I listen to Tiffany Haddish... Back before anybody knew what Tiffany she's Haddish was. She's got a great backstory, but she's, she's not yeah, funny. Yeah, so I, I listened to her stuff back But she's when not she was funny. First. Okay. When are we getting today? When are we doing the hip-hop? Yeah. Am I that boring? No, I just... I'm you just, guys want some hip-hop? Yeah, you guys done with this? No, let's... We, they got, let's do some... Let's, how can we... I got to hear from the audience, though. We okay. got to make this work. I didn't you know, know I it, I didn't know it wasn't person. working. Yeah, go. Add, yeah, the shoot. source. Who, yeah, shoot. Did you... Oh man, that's a great question. No, 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 no. That's a that's a great question. All right, number five. Um, number five doesn't get a lot of credit, but top five hip hop artists yeah, were yeah, the question. Five, top five, top five hip hop artists. Number five doesn't get a lot of credit, but what they did for the genre was like I don't think it'll ever be duplicated. And I'm gonna connect it back to my to my film career. Like their song is a part of the all-time best movie opening ever. Like, you you just, you can't, there's, 
Do the Right Thing has the most incredible opening ever. So number five is going to be Chuck D. Yeah. Chuck D is Chuck D's number five. Chuck D's five. Um, number four, I mean, I know they only have one classic album. Uh-oh. But that album was, like, incredible. I got to go number four, Nas. I know I'm leaning east. I'm leaning east. I'm leaning east. I'm leaning east. Number four is Nas. Okay. Number three is controversial. But people sleep on this dude. I don't know why people take so many naps on my man. But uh, he fronts the best band that's ever been a part of the genre. I'm going Black Thought. Really? Black Thought. Okay. Black Thought. Man. I know this is controversial. We're getting there. We're getting two and number one, two, man. We're yeah. getting number two number and two, one. Number two. Number two. Woo, man. Do you I got mean, it or are you making it up right now? Are you, no, no, you no, already no, got no. this I, list. No, no, no. He's just being dramatic. This is number how you get on TV. Number two. I'm going to go with my man Tupac, number two. Number two? I'm going with Tupac, number two. Okay. I'm going with Tupac, number two. That's controversial, as you said. I'm going, I'm going Tupac. I'm Why? Going, man, two. God, man, two. I know this is hard for me. This is hard. Does this go more than music? No, actually, hold on, hold on. I can't do. I can't do my man like that. I can't do my man like that. Cause I'm letting my heart get in the way of my brains. I'm, I'm gonna push pause. Yeah, there's worse things that can I'm, get in the way. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. I know people gonna hate me, but this is this is me. This is my purpose. No one's gonna hate you. Yeah, Look at will. you. But number two, though, I'm, I'm going with my man Hove on number two. I know people. I know people hate that. And Tupac. So that means Tupac. <clears throat> Tupac, Tupac's one. I know there's some Biggie people out there to be mad. Biggie would be number six. It's just Biggie didn't. Well, Biggie didn't put out enough material. Well, why like, do you think that was? <laughs> well, Tupac got killed too. Tupac got killed too. But Tupac, Tupac. Here's the thing. Tupac's range, because Tupac could actually construct songs like they were like legit pop songs, like great. Fucking songs, right? But then he could also just do fucking gangster killer anthems, yeah. which is a difference from a song that's radio made. Then he could just also fucking do rants, like he make a good point, he, man. He, I'm not gonna argue. The thing that seals the deal is, I gotta always bring everything back to movies. Tupac is the best hip hop artist that ever acted in front of a camera. Yeah. He's the best rapper turned actor. There hasn't been many of them, but... No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimi Hendrix? <laughs> Have you not seen Bullet and Juice? Yes. Ooh. Yes. yes. Oh, oh. Look at that. Oh, now we got controversy now. Tupac's... Will Smith's a great actor, but his career... Like, Tupac... Wow, West is the worst movie ever made. Wow, West is the, wor- is the wor- worst movie ever made. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, Wow, West is pretty bad. I was gonna. Snoop, I was, pa- Snoop was good in Training Day, but de- no, but no, come. On. I was gonna go Method Man. I'm just helping him. Method Man, get out of here. How high? No, Method. How high? Trash. Method I know, is trash. but I love him. Tupac's I the love best. Method. Tup- Tupac's the best because his he had way more charisma than Will Smith. Okay. Tyrese, R&B singer though. Oh. 
singer. He's cutting it down to the R and B and me, rap. Me and Tyrese are like this, but he's an R and B singer. Tupac was a go back and watch this. He's like in four movies. I got look. <laughs> they know. Close the bar. <laughs> He's, he said the wash. <laughs> How does that even in your mental Rolodex? I used to watch that every day. What? I, look, I, there's at a least, few. There was a. Right, few, at least go Ice Cube. There are a few movies no, I used on. to watch Ice every Cube's, day. Hot, but no, Ice Cube and Three Kings though. Ice Cube and Three Kings. Who? No. Who was? Uh, Oh sh! The J Lo and Anaconda. Most dangerous. The most most dangerous game. Who was that? Ice T. Who? Yeah, I know Ice T. No, no, the most dangerous game. Surviving the game. Surviving the game. Is but that it what it was? The black people. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do. We can't talk about that. Why they not? were hunting the black people. Well, they're the most dangerous game. Us <laughs> white people are too easy. We stand out. Yeah, stay on topic. No. I told you I was trying to get him canceled you today. You can't. Tupac, believe me, I'm trying. Tupac You're on TV. Them, no, go back and watch Tupac's four movies, though. I wasn't arguing with you. I'm a big Tupac fan. Who? He's not a rapper, though. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. But Donald Glover don't have as much magnetism as Tupac. But... But not, but that ain't the qualification. Donald Glover is himself in Atlanta. That's not acting. All right, uh, top. You play who? Oh, that movie. Oh, All right, so you got you gave us the top five rappers. He played Lan Lan. Wait a minute, hold on. I don't. I am mad about that. How you gonna be Lan Lan? Look, Lan the original Lando was Billy D. Williams. So much swag. Only black. What man are we talking he was about? A black man in space with a perm. Shit. No, Lando Calrissian in Empire Strikes Back. Star Wars. Yes. Okay. But I'm not a Star Wars dude. Oh my God. Billy, D like I know that I hear, you want. You probably don't want to know what I when you, me, word, I, word association game with Billy D. Right, right, right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me help. Let me help you. Billy, Billy D, D is a they. No, hold on. Billy D. Williams doesn't get enough credit okay. because. At Billy D, Billy D was able to do one thing that very few people in the history of Hollywood have ever been able to do. Okay. He could instantly melt panties. Really? Like, yeah. Dude, black, dude, Billy D had a string of movies. He was in Lady Sings the Blues, Mahogany, Bingo Long Traveling All-Stars, then did a TV movie called Brian's Song. Oh, everybody cries fire. at that song. But he was... Look, I this, mean that movie. Everyone cries gotta, at that but movie. You, but you, what you don't understand is he was making movies. He was on a big screen when it wasn't hardly any other black people making. It wasn't. See, we're spoiled today because we got streaming services, one hundred fifty thousand oh, yeah. channels. Right. Like, it's, it's black people everywhere. You got shows, <laughs> shows like Claws and Atlanta, all right. kind of bullshit. Okay. He was making movies where you got one movie a year. Like it was one. Like Mahogany came out. You went to go see Mahogany because you weren't seeing no more black people until 75. Then 75 came out, the Wiz came, and they hired every black person in Hollywood, and you went to saw the Wiz. That's all the black people you was getting until 1976. Then they did Bing Along All-Stars. They hired all the same black people. If you notice, all those movies have all the same black people. Cicely Tyson, James Earl Jones, Billy D. Williams, Richard Pryor. 
They're in all the movies because you got. But you just named off legends. I know, but because they had to be. Cause they but they in, are. Because they was in like, one. But you got to remember, black people had one movie a year. Okay. Literally. Even when Eddie Murphy was making movies, he do 48 hours. That was it. Then he do trading places. God, Beverly Hills it. Cop. Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop is so. He know that shit, but he don't know Billy D. Williams. No, I don't know Star Wars. I know who Billy. D. Billy here's what I know about Billy. Here's what I know about Billy D. Williams. He's a they now. That's what I know about him. He's a they, right? He's a they. He he he. Uh, he's non-binary. He doesn't say he's a he or a she. He's a they. I'm sorry. We are oh. woke. Shut up. Oh, he's man. a they. Did Billy really said. Can I say he's a they? The, but, but hold on. You know. You know <laughs> I why, do know that. You know. You know why he did that though. When you get so much, you just get tired of it. You switch over. <laughs> Damn. Damn. All right. Let's do uh, like one or two more questions. Let's get to the, the hip hop. Yeah, that, we're gonna I, do one I, or two more questions. Two more, right, I got. One, questions. I got one more because he he asked what the, your top five. I did it. I just did I, it. no no no. What's your like top three KC artists? Oh, I'm I'm a defer. <laughs> Y'all get sensitive, man. I I back when I wrote for the pitch, I used to get death threats. Defer. It is. It's loaded. I'm a defer. How is that any different than saying what's your top five rappers of all time? Nas but what's your top three Kansas City ones? Ain't coming after me. I gotta live in this motherfucker. Okay. No, nah, no. Nah, Kansas City does get butt hurt. They just have that reputation. All right. No, we I do. care. But I I'm do. Be, I care, I'm curious. But I'm gonna be politically correct. I mean, is do, it, a, do a film question. Do a film question. A film question? I, I don't even know Star well, Wars. I didn't even know you did films. No, no you get another question from out here. Yeah, yeah. Give me a, we got what Who question? We got a good question. You can't see. Oh, no. All right. What's up? He's in top 10. Anybody got a movie question? No, no, that's no, no, that's a good one. I can always transition back. I mean, he's he's a he's a he's a great rap. He's a great Will you do rapper. the question into the mic for the people listening? No, at no, home? no, no. Andre 3000, like, if you would do what's my top five favorite groups, Outcast is number one. But as an individual rapper, I think they're better when it's the two of them. The juxtaposition between Big Boy and Andre 3000 makes Outcast an elevated group. But singularly, they're both gifted, but not great. But Makes together, sense. It's a great, I got like you're the number one duo, number one group. Like you can't, right, right. you can't touch him. But singularly, I mean, he's also a pretty good actor too, though. I like Idlewild. I was one of the few people who actually like Idlewild. I, I, nobody understood it. Though. Did anybody see Hendrix when when he did Hendrix? He he made, he played an amazing. He was Hendrix. okay, but the movie was I thought trash. he was. The movie was bad, but because I thought he did the, good. He yeah, looked but, good. You, he learned how to play but, the guitar. Yeah, but they couldn't get the rights to the song, so they should have said, we're not making this movie. What movie should we see this year? What's coming out? What's good? Like, what are the... Well, I I'm a, I'm a, can I stay in 2019 for a second? All right. I think everybody should absolutely, positively watch Parasite. I almost watched that the other day. It does, Parasite's I amazing. Don't, but it's like... Two something hours long. No, it's not. It's just subtitled. Parasites. But you got to read it for two hours long, dude. But it's amazing. That, don't okay. let your, don't let Americanisms get in the way of. Great I art. I want to watch it. I'm going to. It's on my list. We almost rented it last night, but but we watched uh, Motherless Brooklyn instead. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I like Edward Norton. I do like Edward Norton, but that movie was a little shaky. I like Edward Norton. I wanted to watch it. No, Edward Norton's dope. 
Yeah. And I'm in I'm in love with Gugu and Bathora. Who? The girl, the black girl that was in the movie. Oh my god, they made such a good couple. She's so hot. She's very hot. Do you know her? Can very I have her number? So. Very much so. Yeah? Yeah. Is she single? If you have a if you ever have an after dark podcast, we can talk about it. All can't right. Talk about it right now. Well, That's can can I get you back on the podcast in my studio yeah, and get a little more yeah, intimate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that. Yeah. She's dope. She's dope. Sean, I appreciate the hell out of you, man. You are a celebrity in my eyes. No, I'm not. We got to do one more. For me, you are. Hold on, we'll get there. I'm, I'm trying to, fa- dude. This is insane. Like that, you agreed oh. to come on here on a show that you know you I didn't mean, know I me. I like being home. I, no, I didn't know you for. I didn't know you right. at all. And here you are, just showed up to do it. No, it's cool. I mean, like this dude's a real dude for Kansas City. Like he showed up. I mean, come on, like supporting local, supporting small, supporting real. Fifty six in Swope Parkway. Sean Edwards, you're a real one. Hey, fifty six in Swope Parkway. Damn. Lucid's got a question for my man. Oh shoot. No, I'm a no, I'm a. I, I did, I did, I did write a song. It's on Spotify. Uh, me and Don Juan did this song called Showtime. It's on Spotify. That's the only. That's that's just effing around though. No, I was a no, I was a journalist. Can you spit? No, I'm a journalist. No, okay. no, no, I'm a journalist. I'm a, okay. I'm a I'm no, but I did used to like because I worked at the pitch and I covered hip hop. I used to host like because. The Granada and Lawrence, everybody came through there. Right. So I used to host all the shows at the Granada, but I mean, I didn't, nah, man. I know my lane. I don't, yeah, I don't okay. rap. I just, hey, I, I'm a I, journalist, man. The same I thing? Write I, write, I write about it. I hang out. I party. I drink. <laughs> I'm going to say one more thing. We're going to wrap this up. I don't rap though. We're, we're gonna Never. we're gonna get this thing done. We're gonna, right, we're, we're gonna bring on the rap. Yeah, we got just bring on the a rap. second. What's, what's the last question? My, my bro, I got no more questions. I just want to say I thank you so much. A lot of cool, people man. were like, they didn't know what to expect from you, what do and you mean? a lot of people, because <laughs> you're like a clean cut Fox Four fella. What's that's the news? Dude. That's just, right. <laughs> But that's what's out there. That's, that's the what news, bro, that man. you're out there. That's what people are out there looking at you like. But people and when you came in, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is people have brought me to their side tonight and be like, dude, I didn't realize Sean was like dope. Like he's not a square. He's cool. What he's, you thought I was going to come in here and do? I'm not saying me. I'm oh. telling you all these other people were saying. <laughs> nah, I didn't know what to expect. No, nah, it's, it, it's the news. I mean, it's the, it's the news persona. You can't, I'm not even saying, but it's the TV persona. Like you have to be. I'm just saying. I'm not boring on TV. People you are. Ex- I'm boring on TV. No, I'm saying other people are no. saying that you're boring on TV. They're already. I'm pointing them out later. Don't worry. No, you're six too. <laughs> no, I wish. No, I'm. It's matter of fact. That's the hard. That's been the hardest part of the job. I. It's staying tame enough to keep that fucking job for twenty years. <laughs> I, I, you've probably you don't know s- any of my. You don't Dude, you guys, so you got it. I am sure you've got. You don't know tough, any of man. my. I tell you, you got to have an after dark conversation. Dude, because when I when I, I we're it, doing it after when, dark, you've teased no, it. We're fucking doing it. Has anybody seen Molly's game? Yeah. All right, all right. So here you're talking me, to one dude. This is the but this, <laughs> all right. This is the last thing, and then we will get to the rap. So Molly's game is one of the best movies you could ever see. Okay, I'm gonna watch. But it. it's about a young lady who ran these poker tournaments. I'm so in. I the hotel. Poker. Remember the hotel where they? So that's whenever I go to L.A., that's the hotel where I stay. So I knew all about that shit. So me, Ben Affleck, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Tobey Maguire, 
We all got drunk in the Four Seasons. This guy. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No. All those motherfuckers are drunk gamblers. Damn. Who who drops names like that? I mean, you're in Kansas City and hanging out with, like, the top shelf dudes. But they all in rehab. I'm about to... Interview Ben. Shit, man. On I, I'm Thursday. Man, throw me in rehab, rehab if I'm man. in that club. Shit, because all right, man. Because Jennifer Gardner looks good in those Capital One commercials. She does. She does. Man, I would. Man, Jennifer Gardner looks great in those Capital One commercials. Who's the hottest chick in Hollywood right now? Right now, that I met. That you met. Man, I, I hate sounding like a cliche. Good. The the hottest actual actually it's close though it's neck and neck. The the hottest person that I've ever like because you know when we interview you sit real close and you get to look at us we're pretty intimate. Yeah, but the hottest the the hottest. I'm gonna run away with you, Sean. The hottest. You and I we're gonna start our own little life. We're going to Hawaii. We're living on the beach. I'm not even gay, but look. All right, come on, come out to L.A. (laughs) <laughs> no, the hottest the hottest person I've met in real life, I know it's a cliche, okay. but it's, it's Halle Berry. Like, okay. Okay. But close second, Michelle Pfeiffer. Man, yes. we, well, dude, he's, I, old, he's older. You, he likes him older. No, 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 no. She, dude, she's fire. Fire. Catwoman. She's fire. I'm not arguing. The I, best Michelle Pfeiffer is but great. The best, the best smelling woman is Jennifer Lopez by far. The best smelling woman. Oh my we know God, what the, she smells gorgeous. Wow, we know what you're right. into. And coolest, I would love to see your porn the, history. And the coolest dude, the, the cool. <laughs> <laughs> she smells gorgeous, dude. The coolest dude in the game is Michael Douglas. Okay. Michael Douglas is coolest. Yeah, Mike. Mike. Mike's cool. Mike's cool. Mike's I could, damn, I, we got to get some rap. I could talk to you all night. Sean, we got to end this. Let's rap. Let's rap. Let's do this. some bars, hey, man. baby. Thanks, bro. No, it's all good, man. Dude, this is, this is dope. Was that, a, was that a good podcast? This thing kind of It was great for me. Did you guys enjoy it? Was this cool? I'm going to hear some bars. Look at this, dude. He's the man. We, how, many, I mean, how many people rapping tonight, though? Uh, it's three or four. No, let's do this shit, man. Let's, get, let's do let's it. Let's do man. it. We're gonna we'll take a quick intermission. No, we're no, gonna, let's go straight into it. No, we're gonna move we're gonna move some stuff so they can bump around, maybe move some chairs around. Five minutes or so, we're gonna get uh we're getting mokes up here, baby. Yeah, I love you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Hey, everyone, if you can get off your seats real quick, we're going to move the seats away from the stage and the floor.